You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Boys Don't Cry. My name's Russell Kane. It's another episode of The Forum, where I gather, well, it used to be men, now it's a man. There's this, you probably haven't heard about this pandemic thing's caused some constraints. Anyway, I converse with a man, sociological gun to the head, give us the real opinion, the real stuff men think and feel. Initially, this was like, if only there was a place where men can safely discuss their feelings. Never could I have anticipated the level of pervy female interest in this podcast. Finally, the Haynes Manual of the Male Brain is opened. I would say it's a safe space, but it isn't. You'll be trolled to death shortly after this goes out. Now, only joking. So uh, we, we, we discuss all types of things on this show. We've discussed body hair, infidelity, we've depression and suicide. We've gone heavy, we've gone light and discovered holidays, festivals, drinking. Today we're going somewhere in the middle. Something that encompasses all aspects of romance, relationships, mating and getting together. Dating. That's what we're talking about today. The date, dating, getting it on in the date, and what guests I have today. I've got two awesome stand-up comedians, so two unemployed people, as we're recording this in September, heading into our second round of savings. I mean, lockdown. Um, so joined by Bobby Mayer. Bobby! Hello, Russell. How employed are, we fe- how employed are you feeling? Uh, I would say very sparsely part-time. <laughs> like one day and a I- week. And for any listeners who, it seems inconceivable, but who might be new to your work, where can we find out more about you? Did you have a tour on the go? Well, Um, I mean, yeah, I was supposed to be doing like a 50-day tour, you know, in the last few months, but that is now uh, not happening. So, I don't know, social media is probably the easiest place to stay in touch with what I do, or YouTube. And that's Mayor, M-A-I-R. So look out for Bobby Mayor. And also, we couldn't just do this show with two blokes going, we love birds like. I need someone to punch us in the face, metaphorically, or literally, sadly, we can't do that anymore because we're not in the same room. And I'm pretty uh, chuffed to say that we have got the awesome, the one, the only, Kerry freaking Godliman in the house. Actress, stand-up, very talented lady. Put the telly on. There she is. Kerry, how are you doing? I'm, I'm all right, thank you. That was a lovely intro. That's me. Well, you do, you've, got the, you're, you've got the acting thing in your bag as well, so you're on slightly firmer ground than Jester's Which like is weird, isn't us. it, to think of acting work as solid ground? It, well, it it's never exactly. been in my life, but now it's like, at least I've got something to fall back on. The acting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like having a spike to fall back it's on. It's like doing a Pittman exam. But you can do like a two metre apart, no audience, and it's it's fine. That could be a, not a, quite an atmospheric, yeah. dramatic scene, whereas if Bobby and I do two metres apart, we know, well, for me, that would be exactly like when I started. But, so 
So, uh, and how and have you have you been cropping up on a few things? Obviously, you have worked on some quite high high profile projects in the last year, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, pre 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 lockdown, and then nicely they came out during when everyone was under house arrest. They were forced to watch what was recorded <laughs> before. Um, I was like Bobby. I was on tour. I was on tour when the lockdown happened, so all my dates got kicked into the long grass. They're all meant to be in autumn, but God knows. And uh, you've been working with Ricky Gervais, right? Yeah. Yes. And how's that? I mean, did that open up a whole other world of fans? And I mean, yeah, it, that's huge. Well, there is something about working with Ricky because I had before on Derek, but it, there is something quite exciting about when you work with him. You know, a lot of people are going to see it. It's it's you know high profile sort of stuff, isn't it? So it's exciting. It's so hard being English and talking about things you've achieved. It's, <laughs> it's almost it's almost impossible. Bobby would be like, "Yeah, I whacked that out of the park, man. Yeah, yeah I'm repping high figures." Uh, but for me and Keris, you know, right, very exciting, like, very exciting. I, I mean, just to reassure everyone, I hate myself on the inside, and I think I'm dog shit. <laughs> very lucky, that's the phrase. Very lucky, very lucky. That's why it's so nice. If I work in America or Canada, I can just go on stage and go, "Yeah, I'm the nuts man." Oh my god, he probably is. Right. Anyway, um, so today we're talking about uh, dating, guys. We will get to the stage that we're all at because, well, I, I should just check what, what stage we're at. And never assume the listeners know anything about us. I am married, married for five years, well in past the early dating stage. Bobby, married? Yeah, married for three years. Have not dated in eight. <laughs> Kerry? Married for a lot of years. and <laughs> Got to go back through your paint mm, analogue files. Got married sort past of the digital. 2000 and- 10 I think and then we but we got we've been together we were about seven we were together seven or eight years prior to that so I thought well we might as well start chronologically it might seem unimaginative but uh this is a gendered issue at least to start with in my opinion sometimes I have to sort of ham this up a bit to try and make it gendered or different but I do believe the idea of a first date of asking someone out on a date sadly no one wants this not to be the case more than me. I would love to have the Gieldem coming up to me saying, any time for a date? Wait a minute, you're in a cubie arch? I would love that to be the truth. But sadly, in 2020, and I'm guessing if you're listening to this in 2030, it's still the man who normally and usually asks out on the first date, which is depressing. Bobby, do you agree? Or am I just a dinosaur that needs to be retired with an asteroid? I, I mean, I don't know about that, but I don't <laughs> think I've ever been asked on a date. But that might Thank be... Thank you. I didn't want to be the one to say it. Me neither. No, but it's hard to... Like, I've been on a lot of dates, but it's hard to know if that's because of me or because I'm a man. Like, it might just be inherent to, like, my... Maybe if I ask <laughs> someone, they're like, I don't have anything else to do, fine. But if I'm waiting to be asked, they just look at me and don't uh, want to be involved. So I don't know if it's because I'm a man or if just because I'm... Ugh, you know? Well, Kerry, I did, obviously I've, I've done a bit of research in the one and a half hours planning towards this show. And uh, not a single boy on my boys group, the producer of this show, or anyone who works at the production company who makes this show has ever been asked out on a date by a woman. Really? So it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a scientific survey. No. Um, <laughs> but it, I'm, guessing it's quite, I'm guessing it's quite rare. Whereas most women I know have had the toad-like attentions of many men. Uh, gosh, take you out that isn't, many times. No, that isn't my experience. I've asked blokes what? out. I asked my husband out. Go on, Kerry. And, really? Yeah. And I don't feel like I've been inundated with requests for dates. <laughs> that's, why, that's, what, that's why you're a stand-up, Kerry, because we're, sort of, we're sort of genderless, really, like Ken dolls, aren't we? I do feel we? a bit like that. I do feel a little bit like I don't conform to gender rules very much. 
But why, why, given that we're working so hard about towards equality in, in everything to do with gender, pay, child rearing roles, all these things we're working towards, why is it still so likely the case that we live in this horrific world where a woman has to be the retiring flower and the man the thrusting poet? I don't know if that, why? I don't know if I exist in that world. I think I've just carved <laughs> the world out for myself. <laughs> like I'm the main like a lot of the gender roles are reversed in my relationship. <laughs> so and and they were between my mum and dad as it goes. So I sort of um I think maybe I don't sort of I'm not up to speed with what the rest of the world are doing. Well, okay, let's let's try let's do I always when this happens do thought experiment. Let's assume it is the case even if we're incorrect as a as a sort of academic thought experiment that we live in a world where largely the men have to initiate. Mm. Do you think there's do you think there's a sort of sexism, Bobby, towards women who dare to be more forthcoming and ask a, a man out on a date? Because I'm guessing it's not as simple as us just switching the rules around. I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like uh, I <laughs> women maybe generally uh, are inundated with requests. Not Carrie, mm. but others. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like others, not Carrie, but these other women, are maybe so generally day-to-day, there's a lot of offers, or there's a lot of attention. Like Carrie's just left the Zoom call. <laughs> Carrie's left the Zoom call. Can someone call and find out she's okay? And maybe that, you know, if every day you're just, like, batting dicks away... The, the few moments you have where you're not, you're not going to be like, oh, I wonder if there's any men out there who are just nice. So, But I don't know. That's my thought. Um, and I'm afraid it's accurate. So banked, that's now the truth. Uh, so how d- it were all of us single again? So her- pe- perish oh God, the thought that, that these, good, God, that these goods thought. were released into a market <laughs> already ruined by lockdown. But uh, just say these goods were buffed up and re-released. Um How's the best way, if you were single again, to, to, you really like someone, maybe you've been working with them, maybe you've been gigging with them, maybe they're on set. You're going to do it respectfully. Obviously, we're post-meeting. Let's bank, assume that's the case. But in person, online, text, call, I don't think I could get over the self-consciousness of, unless I did it in an American accent, hey, we've been working together for a few days. Let me take you out for a coffee. It sounds fine. But excuse me, can I take you out for a, you know, I spilt tea on my crutch. I'm such an art. You know, I just can't. It's so awkward. Is it Englishness? I don't know. I think I've lost the ability to ask someone out. I'm only capable of we were drunk on the dance floor. I don't remember who finger blasted who first, but shall we get together? Yeah. I mean, that is the British way of getting together. Yeah, very much so. I mean, that's what I remember. Is that different now or is that a generational (laughs) thing? Well, it's going to be different if we're all because my two kind of formative <laughs> sort of dating age was in the nineties, and that was that was chaos. So I don't remember anyone dating anyone. People just did what you just described. They just got drunk and fell into bed and worked backwards towards a relationship. Is it a cultural difference? You're from North America, right, uh, Bobby? Yeah, I'm Canadian. Right. So. I've worked with obviously loads of Canadian comics and loads of American comics. There seems to be more of a willingness for people to go out on dates and ask each other out on dates and not die of embarrassment after asking. You can hear from Kerry's response there. I'm not exaggerating. Some people have literally never done I don't think I've ever been on a podcast. It's like, can I buy you a Zambuca? Can I touch your willy? (laughs) Done. But I never never say, do you want to go out on a date? Like, I'd never say, hello, I would like to date you. I would just say, hey, what are you... Well, help us. <laughs> help, there are single men listening to this. I mean, help I would them. just say, what are you doing Friday? You want to hang out? You know? Like, it would... I... See? Imagine, imagine that in an English accent. 
That is what I did when I asked Ben out. I went, what are you doing Saturday? I think there are ways that you don't say, do you want to go on a date? You just say, (laughs) what are you doing Saturday? That's ruined it for a lot of the boys who like charts. (laughs) What's the implication of do you want to hang out? Is That's just parlance for do you want to date? Can I I hang out of of you? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'd like to hang out of you, yes. How do you feel about that? (laughs) That's probably what I would do. Just remember what Bobby said. <clears throat> Excuse me, any chance I can hang out I also with don't you? know. Like, I never... It's not like I was super successful at all. But I I always knew if you a- ask, you get a good gauge of how they feel. So I was never afraid to ask. A lot of rejection, though. Yeah, see, that... You've, do you think dating apps have changed the way people ask for dates and get involved with each other? Is it slightly easier, do you imagine... And going up on the based on your single friend, it's when it's just a digital head, you've just got to touch with your fingers and accept it. The first step's taken. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And via a third party, an app. I mean, that is so different to how it was, well, in the 90s, for example. Don't you think, Kerry? Oh, I can't imagine how awful it is. I mean, I... You must have single mates. I There's have, and of... I've got mates that got together online and all that. I, For me personally, I think it sounds awful, but I think that's because I predated it. So I'm sure I'd get on board with it if I... If that was my generation, that's how they do it, isn't it? Now, I mean, how, especially now, post-COVID, how, what other way is there? You can't take too many risks. If you're two metres away, nice eyes, can't hear you. (laughs) Nice eyes, you bitch! (laughs) You can't really shout it, can you? You've up to someone at the bus stop anymore, so now you have got to go through the apps, I suppose. You've got to do a distance distance grinding. But what I hate... Which which just looks like a dog with worms, essentially. (laughs) I quite like, like Bobby was saying, you say, do you want to hang out? And if they go, yeah, yeah. You can keep it sort of ambiguous... But if it's officially through a dating app, then it's officially you are auditioning for a relationship. Ugh. And there's a formality to that that I think is abysmal. Well, I like that because it takes, it gets rid of all that bu- the bullshit and fear that Bobby was just talking about. If a girl is on a dating app saying, I want to date, and I swipe her head, she either accepts that swiping or not. Oh, there's no, cold. Oh, what it's does this cold. mean? Oh, there's no nuance. It's safer. I, I've, Bobby? I gotta, 
feel for anybody who right now is trying to date in these times. I feel like a third date right now must be the third Zoom call and you just have to like blankly stare at a stranger and masturbate. Like that's what you're doing. <laughs> also, big props to anyone who is meeting women on public transport in 2020. No, but there are people yeah, doing it. Impossible. Right now, Phoenix. there's somebody meeting on a train and having sex an hour later and that is incredible game. Do you think they're wearing them all? <laughs> that would literally be illegal. That would literally be illegal but what about de what about destinations for the first date if you were advised i mean if we got you got children right kerry how old is your eldest 13 so she's not, coming around no. to probably dating it's soon. gonna be two three yeah. years yeah Don't. So what what are we gonna recommend for dating destinations now we're comedians i've spoke to a lot of couples that went on comedy for their first date mm. turns out it turns out it's not a great thing to do the be, there's two things that go wrong just for people listening if you're thinking of coming to see us please do but maybe on the third or fourth date number one you don't get to speak to each other for the entire night negating the the whole reason and two the professional banter on stage is so top drawer that you both feel really sort of unfunny and devoid uh, of personality afterwards even worse, the guy gets to Nando's afterwards, starts trying to be funny, and all she's thinking is, you're not the comedian. Shut up, Trevor. <laughs> That's um, interesting. So, turns out comedy not good for but a you're first talking about day. good comedy. Go see a terrible comedy show, you know? Go watch five... <laughs> People who think they're funny. Bobby, Bobby, no plugging, please. Bomb. No plugging. Just go watch no plugging, people please, bomb. And then you feel, you think, wow, I'm funnier than these comedians. You both leave with confidence, thinking true. you're hilarious. That's true. Go to an open mic a night and you'll day. look like a god, a god of banter. <laughs> you'll look like Antonio Banteras. What, what, what else would you, what do you think for dates? Is I mean, dinner out feels so like 1980s. Uh, music. What do you think of an activity date for a first date? Ooh, I'm going to, I've built up the courage. I'm taking you up. I really find you attractive, baby girl. We're going archery. No, it sounds like a corporate, <laughs> a corporate staff outing. I mean, just go to the pub. Can't you just go to the pub? Your first date was bump into traditional English drunken courtship, right, mm. Gary? So you didn't have a, a formal first date to speak Not of. Really. Lin Lindsay and I met in a bar, quite old school. Uh, and just drunk, and one of those nights where you just meet someone, you know, you just talk for seven hours. You're like, well, this is more, yeah. than, um, you know, just a date. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, what was your what was your um, first date with a fellow? Yeah, my fellow wife Jester? Harriet Kemsley, also a comedian. Uh, I met Harriet at two comedy shows, but didn't really remember. So the third time I met her was at a house party, and she said we'd met before, but I didn't have any recollection of that. But I I went to this party because a guy I knew had a crush on her. So I went there to kind of try to facilitate that. But very quickly, I realized she had no interest in the guy and I liked her. So I just started talking to her. What? Whoa, you were a wingman who went rogue. When the wingman becomes the soldier. <laughs> Give me your stripe, soldier. <laughs> That's cool, man. So, so it wasn't really a date as such. It was you yeah. were sort of facilitating someone else's like, date. And when again, you I was it. very high. At some point, we exchanged numbers. <laughs> and then, yeah, we went to a Weatherspoons. Apparently, I was rude to the waitress. I didn't mean to be, but I was, and uh, then, but we kept seeing each other. Here's a controversial one, and I ask it with a tongue a little bit in cheek, but when it's coming to that first date and that initial attraction and working out whether we're going to see each other again, is it still the case that appearance <laughs> works more than personality for men? I mean, let's, let's not say what we think we should say. Do we think men are more, and at least initially, at least for those first couple of dates, attracted to looks rather than personality or is that just 
total shite? Well, it's hard for me to answer because women who are just attractive but I have nothing in common with aren't interested in me. So it's not like I've ever had this smorgasbord of options for a beautiful women <laughs> who I find really boring want to have sex with me. So okay, let's thought let's thought experiment the fuck out of that now. So we get in a time machine. I press the button. That now happens. Okay. Are you able to date beautiful women that you find boring? Yes. But for short periods <laughs> of time. Yeah, definitely. For about 20 minutes. You know, I'll probably see them a couple times, and then my urge to see them would wane quite quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what my, I mean, Mike, I, I don't know if it's because I'm talking about a certain type of working class council estate masculinity, which is mine, and there's nothing I can do about it. That's what was put into me for 20 years. I'm trying to improve myself, but the background I come from, pretty much, if a guy, a good looking guy, was going to walk into the pub, and all the girls there had been told, the next guy that comes in, total cheat, uh, tortures animals, criminal record, real fucking wrong and be careful ladies. Very, very, very few girls would be like, bothered, look at his cheekbones. Whereas most men were at reverse would be like, do you know what, I'll bang her outside by the skip instead. Uh, so there seems to be a, a, a more of attraction to that surface thing initially for men. Is that unfair, Kerry? I don't know. I can't, I can't speak for men. I like the. I've never seen you do mystified auntie before. I'm liking this new character. I don't know. I I guess that is. I suppose the reputation that they have. Yeah, but you're getting into that. Is that because they're programmed to be like that, or is are they like that? That well, that's what that's what this this is about. Trust me, there's girls that listen to this that are now saying, "Well, Kerry." Which is yeah. it? <laughs> well, we don't know, do we? Because that's like one of the, you know, one of those massive conversations about the human condition, nature, nurture, or conditioning and all that stuff. I think a lot of blokes are, um, like we all are, just sort of led to believe that that's what they do. And then, you know, some don't. <laughs> they, 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 won't, they wouldn't behave like that and would probably just think it was bollocks. But, uh, yeah, I hear what you're saying. There is a sort of understanding that blokes think with their dicks and that they won't, they, you yeah. know, that kind of... But, but I don't know. I don't. It's a bit disappointing, minim- isn't it? You're like, oh, it come is. on. The, but I think I'm exactly. just feeling old. The minimum that's happened here is we've given a decent shout-out to boring fit women. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> I feel like the representative of them. <laughs> <laughs> really boring, but so, I'll polish up, all right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, to, to more concrete matters, particularly early on, I mean, this to me is horrific, but I've learned the hard way not to wear my sociology on the sleeve because you never know what type of girl you're dating in the early days. Should the man pay for the bill on the first date? Now, I come from a generation, I went to university and came out angrily, riddled with equality and have learned the fucking hard way <laughs> that my sociology doesn't necessarily play out in the restaurant. I demand we are equal. We'll go half an hour. We'll not patronise you by paying the bill. Never get called again. So I'm one confused little bunny. What do you think, Bobby Mayer? I think by the time it comes to that point, you know, I'll pay something on like a fourth or fifth day, but I will, I'm not going to pay on the first day. They're not a prostitute, <laughs> you know, like. What about a girl paying on the first date? I don't see why anyone should have to, I mean, I agree with Bobby. If you, you can glean pretty early doors into this, if, if a situation's got legs and you can sort of work out the nuances of what's going to roll and what's not, can't you? I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to patronise someone by going, I'll get this. And I wouldn't assume that they would either. No. But I, it is or, a minefield. Welcome to it. Uh, I, know, I, bet it is, I bet it's really fucking hard work being a bloke. Cry me a river. But... <laughs> 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 oh, but 
Bobby never got to bang a boring fit woman. Remember that. I'm, 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 I <laughs> think they're stop? okay with that. All of them are in unison <laughs> fine with it. Can you just say, I suppose when you're a comedian, I always think any awkward situation, we've got, we've got that um, ability to diffuse it with humour. So I always think if anything comes up that's a bit awkward, I'd just make it into a joke and go, well, shall I get this one and you get this one? Or should we go Dutch and we'll see if there's another one? Do you know what I mean? Like you can just make it playful. It must be awful for people that haven't got the ability to bounce it out. I always just think you can bounce out any problem with with a bit of humour, can't you? Yeah. You can just lube and it all you... up with jokes. <laughs> that, well, that's what I tell my accountant because everything goes through the books. Even marriage counselling. Can uh, you think, though, that that counts for a lot? Just a bit of humour usually can diffuse these situations, whatever gender you are. We're we're going off, we're going slightly off topic, but when obviously I've studied a lot around this this subject and they tried to work out why humour is sexually attractive both to men and women. Yeah. Um, It is attractive to both. Don't listen to to the stereotypes. And, And they think it's because back in the day... Those who were able, as we're about to have our heads clubbed in, <laughs> to make a joke and talk down <laughs> the people that were going to club our heads in and to create social cohesion probably lived longer right. than the person, the boring people or the irritating people who got their heads clubbed in and all their yeah. deer skin stolen. Ergo, if you're carrying the gene for funny, you're more likely to be a good prospect to mate yeah. with because you're going to be better at keeping the peace. Yeah, I can see at nego- that. And negotiating a difficult situation, whatever that might be. Yeah, definitely I think humour counts for a lot in the world of dating and being on dates and because they're hard work and they're weird and there's loads because you feel like you're doing a performance and that's something that humor lends itself to you know okay that's the end of part one talking about dating but don't worry we're not splitting up join us for part two when we get to the end of a relationship and talk about after dates hashtag after shags Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 